Thank you, Pastor Willie. Well, I believe in prayer, don't you? Okay. I believe in prayer. Say it with me. I believe in prayer. As I was, this is odd, you know. I'm going to speak about prayer tonight, and I thought, Lord, now wait a minute. You know, this is the prayingest church I've ever seen in my life. And I need for Patsy and some of y'all to teach me how to pray. But you know, prayer is so vital. I want to invite you to turn with me to uh, Matthew chapter 7, verse 7. And as we were singing uh, just a few minutes ago about, uh, uh, it says, mountains fall down, you know. I love that part of the song that we sang. And we were uh, in, in Shout the Lord. And I remember it was about, oh, probably about 15 or 16 years ago, I was on a mission trip with First Assembly in Palatka in Honduras. And we were there at, at this, uh, just had finished breakfast, and we were having guitars and, and singing that song. And we were looking up into the mountains. And there, it seemed like I almost see them bowing down before the Lord God. That's God in it. Amen? Amen. And we can touch that God. He can touch us through prayer. By the way, let me share this with you while I remember it. I was... Uh, on Facebook, you don't spend a lot of time there, but I, I, you remember the Thomas sisters? Uh, I, I on there with them, and if you can't look on there, and they they sing a beautiful, beautiful. I think it's I forgot what it was now, Hosanna. I forgot what it was, but if you on Facebook, look them up and look at that. Uh, oh, I just I just melted, you know. And uh, I, I pray for those girls about every day. And I guess they're still in Nashville. I pray that they're doing well and stuff. So, amen. Amen. When we were in Israel, I had, it, it, it was such a joy in so many ways. But when we were there up at the Mount of Olives, you could just sense the presence of God, the presence of Christ, and to pray from that place where Jesus was. I thought, wow. And I prayed for several people up there. You know, where we are, it doesn't matter where we are, where we pray. But that seemed like it was the most intimate time of my life and with God. So it was beautiful. So prayer is so, so, so important. If you look at Matthew chapter 7, verse 7, these are the words of Christ in the Sermon on the Mount. And he says, Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks, receives. And the one who seeks, finds. And the one who knocks, it will be opened. Do you know why I pray? One reason why I pray, lots of reasons, but because God said, pray. And guess what? I'm going to answer your prayers. He said it. I, do you all believe that? So we need to pray, and there's power in prayer. And you can take the most powerful weapon in all the world. And, you know, we talk about the, the guy, crazy guy in Korea, you know, and uh, I'm not going to say a lot about that. Now, just push that one powerful button and guess what happens? You know, we think, wow, but guess what? We can push the button of prayer and there's greater power in that. Do you know that? So there's prayer. So I want to challenge you. I want to challenge me as we look to this time of praying and fasting, would you commit yourself to praying? Would you commit yourself to pray? It's so important. And I wonder sometimes, God, are you 
I know you listen to me, but I'm just one little old feller from Kentucky, you know? Y'all have an accent. I don't, okay? You need to know that. So, but and God listens to every prayer. He cherishes every prayer because it's fellowship with Him. It's touching Him as He touches us. So I'm going to challenge you as we look at this next month, those weeks that we're going to fast and pray. I make no bones about it. Would you commit yourself this night to be faithful and praying, especially during that time? And I'm going to ask that if we would, at the latter part of my message, at about 9.30 or so, I will just, I want us to just come up and, and commit ourselves to pray. So we're about to honestly embark on an, an amazing emphasis on prayer and fasting and study about prayer. And, and this, oh, wow, this book is just tremendous. It'll change your life. It's going to be a concentrated time. Where we, and we honestly, I believe in my heart, the more I pray about what we're going to be doing, I see that God is going to open up heaven. I believe that. I believe he's going to open up heaven on this congregation. And I know we said, well, now... Is that right? Yes, I believe it. I'm praying that. And we're going to see things happen. I remember last year, <laughs> this never happened. And and when I was praying, I pray while I drive a lot. And then I, as I was just intensely praying, tears were in my eyes. And I just kind of glanced up. I took my eyes off the road. Shouldn't have done that. I glanced up at the, at the, at the clouds or the, the blue sky. And it's almost like I could see the very eyes of Jesus. And it's almost like he said, I'm watching you. I thought, that's good. He's keeping his eye on this guy. He's keep, that's what prayer is. We know he's present. We know he's looking at us. We know he hears everything we say. Prayer really, really, really works. So let, let me talk a little bit about uh, our commitment. Would you commit yourself to prayer? Uh, I, I can't help from already starting I think I need to work on the, fat, <clears throat> the fasting part right now. It's kind of close to Christmas, so I'm not doing too good on that. But I really, intensive prayer. Andrew Murray, I'm going to give you a quote. Andrew Murray said, Prayer is not merely coming to God to ask something. It is fellowship with God and being brought under the power of His holiness and His love. Wow. God Almighty who did all these things, He invites us to do that. Now, when I say commitment, you know, when I said, well, I didn't say I do to Kathy. She didn't say I do to me. We had, we, it was, I forgot what we said, but we meant what we said. I committed my life to her. She committed her life to me for the rest of our lives. It wasn't like, okay, we'll do this for a while, and let's back off and see if everything works. Let's come back. No. That is a vow. And when we talk about commitment to praying, it's a vow. It's a vow unto God, and it's a very serious thing. It's an agreement. It's like engaging ourselves in the life of God and His power. So as we pray, as we commit ourselves to pray, you know, I, I hope you and I hope I pray so much that our knees get sore. I really do. No apology for that. And I, I'm going to pray on my knees. I'm going to pray on my face. I'm going to pray standing. I'm going to pray sitting. And my, oh, I'm a tremendous vocalist in the shower. I'll sing my prayers. You know, are y'all good vocalists in the shower? I'm sure you are. That's the most private place, and I'm going to tell you, to me, that's some of my greatest prayers are prayed in the privacy of the shower. 
And it's sometimes pictured as, I think, uh, as one guy said, the shower. It's like the blood of Christ showering on me and just cleansing me from my sins and bringing me into His presence. That's what prayer is. So as we pray, there's so many benefits to prayer, but God gets all the glory. So when we pray, we're saying, God, I'm going to pray. I'm willing to praise you. We praised Him tonight, didn't we? As we were saying, in majesty, uh, didn't Jack Hayford, didn't he write that song? Oh, what a guy. Thank God for Jack Hayford. We, we are, are praising Him. When I pray, I'm going to seek forgiveness because I know there are a few of those sins in my life and shortcomings, right? And we say, Lord, I'm going to intercede for other people. I'm going to engage in spiritual warfare. Steve? We are engaging in spiritual warfare, and I'm going to tell you, our strength is in prayer. That's where the battle is for us. And God is going to take charge take, uh, over all the rest of it. So when we have do this and we're engaged in spiritual warfare, we're saying also in prayer, we're going to be listening to God. I, I, I'm learning something as a chaplain. I, I, I want to I have such a soft heart sometimes. And, and I want to fix people. They're hurting. They're dying. I want to fix these emotions. And I found that I can't. Sometimes I just need to shh. Listen. Right, Pastor Shane? We talked about that the other day. Just listen to them. And I think sometimes we get more from God if we just listen to that soft, still voice. So when we commit ourselves to prayer, those things are going to take place. And I'm, I'm, when I pray, I'm going to say, I'm going to cooperate with God. There are three, I'm going to mention three foundations very quickly that we can have confidence in prayer. What does the Bible say? Come boldly to the throne of grace. In the original language, it means confidence, total confidence. So when I go to God and when you go to God, we know that he hears us. Amen? And when he hears us, he's going to answer us, right? Amen? And, and again, in the book of prayer circles, you know, we his prayers weren't always answered the way he asked them. But guess what? God did something better. That's the way God is. So, first of all, we can have confidence in prayer because of God's character. God's character. God is perfect. There's nothing too hard for God. Nothing too hard for God. Do you believe God can raise the dead? Yes. Do you believe God can, can, can heal a disease that they say it's not going to happen? God can do it. I have seen it. Do you believe that there are people who are in hospice who graduate, Jim? Jim was in hospice. You know, and he's out of it. Praise God. God worked it to work in his life. You see, God can do these things. Why don't we just ask him? Why don't we, and he's going to do And I'm you know, praying for this church. I mean, this church is my priority in prayer as we look at this fasting prayer time. Of course, all things, everything else, but nothing's too hard for God because he's powerful. He knows all. He is all. He is infinite. And God is faithful to his promises. Has God ever broken a promise? No. I love it when I say, we can say, okay, God, you sit here in the Psalms, you sit over here in Philippians, you said this, you said that you would meet all of our needs according to your riches and glory by Christ Jesus. But Lord, you, know, you haven't done that. Really? 
What are our needs? What are our needs? Our perspective sometimes of what our needs are and what God's perspective is, sometimes there's a difference. But that's when we need to cooperate with God. But God, because of what He is or who He is, He fulfills His promise, He answers prayer, He gives total victory. And all we have to do is pray. All we have to do is pray. And God is actually, in Jeremiah 33, 3, God had committed himself to answer prayer. He's, he's, God has made his commitment to us. Let's make our commitment to God and ask. He says in Jeremiah 29, he wants to give us a hope in the future. And my friends, this church has that. Now, I, I'm just going to say this. Um, what, what year was it? Anyhow, 2007, 2008, when the bottom dropped out with this, this assembly. And some of y'all were there. Uh, but it, it just went boom. And, and I think I shared this with you before. It was, and I prayed. I, it, it broke my heart. It broke my heart to see that. Because this church, was, <laughs> this, this congregation was such an important part to my life. Been in it for several years. And then again, I remember after where they had pastors say this, they got all these lower numbers. And, and, that, and, and when I went and we had, uh, we're, where we had over 200 and whatever, year or two before, they asked me you know, to come back and preach a couple of Sundays. And when I came back and I saw 35 people in the congregation, I just, it was hard for me to, not to get motivated because of the low crowd, but hard to get my heart lifted up. I said, oh, God, what has happened? What has happened, God? And then I was, a couple weeks later, I was asked to come back again to preach. We, and that Sunday, we had 33 or 32. I thought, man, I'm really good for this congregation, man. We're losing the people. Don't ask me to preach here anymore, you know. But when I saw that, and I continued praying, continued praying, and Look at what God's done. I'm not talking about numbers. I'm talking about the Spirit of God really having freedom in this place. And when I, I remember there was a, a, some kind of yard sale or, at the church over on Kingsley, and I went over there and I saw uh, our beloved friend Zida, and she was doing this and that. And she, I said, well, how's the church going? And she says, but the Jakey, you know, I, I can't talk as well as she can, but she said this and this and this and this, and we're having X number. I'm saying, wait, now tell me one more time, you know. I thought, praise God. God answers prayer when man says it's going down. And I, um, just a testimony, I, I, I wouldn't interject this, but I think it's because, simply because of prayer and the work of God. I was, um, Back in early May, I was let go from my job. wasn't fired. I was let go from my job as a cha- uh, chaplain in another area. I, I, it's breaking my heart. What heck, what's going to happen to my income? You know, and I love it. My heart is in there. I mean, it's like, you know, putting a sword through my heart. Because I'm so intimately in love with hospice as a chaplain. I love God being used of God. And I 
was going to apply for another chaplaincy with another group because of state regulations, because of competition, because no open position, no way, Jose. I had no idea where God was directing me, but I kept praying, God, please give me a hospice job. I didn't know what was going to happen. And, and, you know, right there at either that, the day after I, I was, let, was let go, or maybe the week after, there was a, a, a young man here who preached a, a marvelous Wednesday night message. Uh, Pastor Billy Register is his name. He is out of James. And, and I thought, God, I think you gave him that message just for me. And it lifted me up and put me where I need to be. And then I prayed. I'm going to tell you what. I went to, do you know how many days when I wasn't working and I was, I was doing some things, but did I, do you know how I made a, an imprint where I sat on a, a, a bench there at Van Zandt Park? I, mean, I prayed and cried and cried and prayed and walked, and I was walking around praying in tongues, and these people look at me. I'm going, okay, you know, who cares? God answers prayer. And as you know, God blessed me with this position. No way, Jose. It was not going to happen. It was not going to happen. God answers prayer because of who he is. Now, a second thing, let me say this, why we can have confidence in prayer, because we are the sons and daughters of God. How many of you would abuse your children? I don't think so. You do all you can to meet their needs and bless them. This is God. We have been adopted by God. God, I, was, I have not always been, and you have not always been, in God's family. He adopted us. You know what kind of commitment that is? If he's, if he's done that, we can have confidence as we pray to him, he is going to meet our needs. And we have access to, with him through Jesus Christ, whom we sing about. And he loves to give us good gifts. The Bible says that, doesn't it? So let me just say, do you see what prayer does? Do you see what prayer does? If we just pray. And I've had people say, but doesn't God ever get tired of hearing our prayers? I say, no, very quickly. Well, does he have time? Does he have time? God is not even in time. Time is in God. So God wants to hear our prayers, and God will do things. And then the third thing is the Holy Spirit. In Zechariah chapter 12, verse 10, he's called the spirit of prayer. The spirit of prayer. So Romans tells us he helps us to pray in chapter 8. You've read that, verse 26. He helps us pray. Do I always know how to pray? No. Sometimes I go, Lord, uh, are you all like that? <laughs> Been there and done that. And, and it, it just... I, you know, we just wait for him, but he helps us how to pray. He's given us the mind of Christ. Is that not amazing? We have the mind of Christ, and as we pray, maybe we can pray, pray, uh, pray like Christ does. He's enabled us to pray in the Spirit. Oh, I love praying in the Spirit. Ain't it good? Ain't it good? Okay, let me just share this about when I was baptized in the Holy Spirit. I've been seeking this mainly for the, the intimacy with Christ. That, that's really what I wanted, just that intimacy with Christ. And and I was, again, I've told you all this before. 
I was I had just preached at a place, a campground down in uh, near Ocala, where I did every Sunday. As I was driving home, I was listening to some something on the uh, uh, the radio uh, praise music, and I I kept I was, I'm praising I kept praising God and singing. I said, God, you know, baptize me with your spirit. And about halfway before I got to the house, I began praying in tongues. And I'm going to tell you, I really ran off the road twice. I'm oh, just so excited, you know. So beautiful. And I don't know, I guess I spent most of the afternoon, I said, Lord, you brought me this intimacy, Lord, and it's just beautiful. Other things resulted from that. But I went to a church service that evening, and in that particular church, the pastor was a very good speaker, but this particular night, he was struggling. He was struggling. Again, they're not a prayer language church. So I was uh, I was sitting like that in the middle of the pew there, and after 10, 15 minutes, I'm thinking, this guy cannot get his motor running. I don't know what's going on here. And I love this man. So I kind of scooted over a bit over there. I began praying in tongues. And when I did that, I, had to, I, I thought, well, I, I couldn't do like this. I didn't get over here because I would cause chaos in the church. And I'm going to tell you, at least not even five minutes later, this guy, he fire started. I mean, he was going. He was going. He was going. I mean, he was just, I mean, mercy. I know it works, Lord, but it really, really works, doesn't it, you know? There's power in prayer, in that intimate prayer. You know, whether it's in, in English or whatever, prayer works. Prayer works. So when we pray, when we pray, our prayers will touch the power of God. The limitless power of God. Our prayers bring glory to God. Is that not our purpose in life, to bring glory to God? So I think about that and as we anticipate prayer this in, in a few weeks of all these people fasting and praying. I mean, wow, that's powerful. And I believe with all my heart, I believe with all my heart that prayer can change situations. I believe it. God can do things. I mean, again, it's impossible. But no, it's not. Nothing is impossible with God. And we, as we wait upon God, that's the toughie. But I'm going to tell you, when I've waited on God many, many times, I think, where is it, Lord, where is it? I stick close to the Bible. I'm honest with God. I say, God, I don't know what's going on here. I don't know, but I know you're going to answer whenever that is. Honestly, I've been praying something for over 25 years, and it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Just two months ago, I've been praying something for 17 years. It happened. I said, God, how did you do this? Oh, I knew he would. And if I pray and God doesn't answer, I'm going to pray until he says, stop it. Something very, 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 very important is this. When you or I pray for other people, that person is going to be blessed by our prayers. Now, because Pastor Billy is sitting here, I'm a, I pray for you guys. But because he's sitting here, I do. I, I'm committed to 
pray for him most every day. I get sinful and skip every now and then. So I'm sorry. <laughs> but I will. I can say, just about pray, pray for him just about every day. Because I want God to bless this man and his family. Christine, all you. When it bless you. So if I skip a few days and don't, don't pray for Pastor Billy, he's going to miss a blessing, isn't he? Do I want to take Pastor Billy's blessing away? No, I don't. So you're going to help somebody get a blessing because of your prayer. I'm telling you. I felt a difference when my grandmother died several years ago, about 12 years ago. Because she prayed for me and prayed for me and prayed for me. And after she died, I thought, I don't feel as... didn't even think about it, but I didn't feel as... Oh, my. Because I knew it was her prayers. You see what prayers can do? We can be a blessing others to others. John Wesley said that he spent two hours in a little room every morning. And it was called the powerhouse of Methodism. That's prayer. George Mueller, how much, many of you know who George Mueller is? Oh my. I didn't know this the other day. It said he had over 5,000 requests answered on the day he prayed them. Like if he prays, you know, okay, Lord, we have nothing in the in the cupboard back here for these kids. Lord, you got to send it here. Somebody brought it to him. You see, five over 5,000 prayers of his were answered, you know, the very day. He started 117 schools and these orphanages. And, you know, after he, of over 10,000 boys, does that take prayer? I wouldn't have 10,000 boys. I'm sorry. No, I would have not said so. But at the age of 70, he did retire. But then he became a traveling evangelist. Guess what else happened? Many people were led to Christ talks about over 200,000 people that they knew of. Three or four things. When we pray, prayer will bring fear, bring fear upon the devil. It'll cause fear to come upon him. The devil's afraid of prayer. And sometimes, it's, prayer is hard work, isn't it? But you know, I, I've told myself, I don't care how hard it is, if it's something that can overcome the devil, I need to do it. But So prayer is vital because he knows it will bring God's power, and God's power is stronger than the devil's power, and that power comes into our lives. The devil's defeated. Hallelujah. Under my feet. Hallelujah. Prayer does it. We have power to resist him. You know, First Peter tells us to be ready, be on the watch. And, and, and when we, Christ tells us to watch and pray, you see, if we're watching, the devil's not going to be, he's not going to take, uh, uh, take us by surprise. We'll be ready for him. Prayer brings such a deep meaning in our relationship with God and one another. And I'm going to tell you this, especially on Tuesdays. I, I, I don't pray as long as y'all do on that time because I'm doing other things, you know. But on Tuesdays when I pray, I feel like I'm here with y'all, Betsy. I feel like I'm praying together with this group of people. So I feel like I'm praying with a corporate wonderful group. Prayer opens the door to God's secrets that he has for us. He gives peace. He gives us boldness. Prayer keeps us away from temptations. Prayer is powerful. So I'm glad that we have a praying church. And I'm glad that we're going to show that. 
not just on Tuesdays or Wednesdays or Sundays, but we're going we're to spend several weeks doing that. So I want to ask you, will you commit yourself to prayer? More and more. Um, when I'm on Facebook, I, I try to you know, keep up with my family. Yeah, um, I, I check on birthdays and stuff like that, but I use it as a prayer list. I have a lot of friends, and I just, I just love praying for them. But you see, we're weak a lot, aren't we? We wear out easily. We, we, we get other things in our way. But listen, prayer, honestly, honestly, is the most important thing we can do. It really is. So as we look, anticipate in January fasting and praying, would you commit yourself to really being serious about that? Make that prayer list. Pray for yourself. You used to think of a selfish to pray for myself. Uh uh-uh. When we pray for ourselves, we become a greater instrument of God and that glorifies Him. So can I ask you right now, can I ask you just to come up and just come around the, this altar area, all of us? And I'm, I just want us to, by doing this, just, just, just experience the presence of God and, uh, and just make that commitment to God to, to pray, especially, let's say, beginning, I forgot what day it is, the, in January that we start, but start that day. And when you fast, when you fast and your stomach goes and it starts biting at you, when I fasted and prayed, anytime my stomach got hungry for some food to eat, it reminded me to get hungry for the presence of God and pray. So, can we, um, can we hold hands? Can we do that? And just... And, and uh, this is just our joint commitment to, to pray. And uh, we believe in prayer, don't we? Amen. And it's amazing how God, in His almighty power and all that He is, He's going to hear our prayers. So let me, let me lead us in the prayer. Father, we are joined together in a commitment to you right now, Father, to pray. And, Father, we don't have to wait until that period in January to fast and pray. We can do that now, Father, as you lead us. But, Father, we want to commit our hearts, our lives, all that we are, Father, to prayer. And, Lord, I was reading about the other day a man who knew all this had all this great knowledge of Greek and Hebrew and Latin and theology and philosophy. He served you well. He said the most important study or practice he did was prayer. So it doesn't matter about our accomplishments or who we are, Father. Thank you for accepting us for who we are. And Father, thank you for inviting us to pray. Thank you for hearing our prayers. Thank you for answering our prayers, Father. So we right now commit ourselves to you, to 
to just land our soul naked before you. And Father, asking you to touch us, asking you to do miracles in this place, through this congregation, Father, because we know we have the power of the resurrection. So Father, as we give ourselves to committee to pray, thank you ahead of time, God, for what's going to happen. We lift you up, we love you, and thank you for Jesus. And we pray this in his name. Amen. God bless you. Thank you very much.